You are listening to Love It First Swipe, the podcast with M and Jules. If you want me, swipe right or use a pickup line. Hello, you are listening to Love It First Swipe. Uh, this is Julia and Emily. Hi, welcome. We are back for another excellent season. Uh, this is Emily, by the way, speaking. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, we have had a great first season. Yep. We are back and we are on the FM airwaves. So previously we were on Sin Nation, but we've come back to the FM dark side. Yes, we're back and ready to attack. Today, um, we just want to start off with something that we were talking about last season. And it was uh, a Tinder challenge that we did. Uh, Julia had... Um, a bit of a <laughs> interesting experience with me matching her with about a how many was it like two hundred people? Mm, yep. Okay. And Moving she on. lost. She lost. So today I get to pick the guy that she has to go on a date with. Yeah. So last season um, we sort of challenged each other to see who could be the best uh, wing woman, uh, who would be the queen of Tinder, and yeah, Emily sort of won that competition for some reason. Sort of. Like I, <laughs> I crashed the competition. It was amazing. Oh, <laughs> So, Emily, uh, for winner's glory, I guess she got to choose the winning date for me. Yes. I haven't chosen yet. (laughs) I've been analysing all the potential people I could choose, and it's been pretty fun because all the people I matched Julia with is apparently not her type. Mm -mm. So um, I'll be doing that on the song breaks, and then I'll (laughs) fill you in on who I've decided to choose. And obviously, since we can't show you, I will be describing this lucky man. But first... (laughs) Just want to say one quick thing. Oh, yep. <laughs> hello. It's me. Oh, hello, Adele. It is us. Uh, <laughs> I had to do it. We had to do it. We had to say hello to FM. Hello. We've missed you. Oh, nice singing. Oh, you? thanks, Julia. That's a one-time only affair. Oh, okay. I was going to say, Adele, take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take a back seat, Adele. Emily's in town. Yeah, you can be the backing singer, Adele. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Adele. She'd be so offended. Uh, so we've been chatting about uh, Tinder a fair bit, and yes. I kind of want to chat a little bit more about the online dating world next. be with online dating without online dating julia i i really i don't know we've we've gone from associating this online dating concept Mm -hmm. back in the day you know the old old age of internet first appearing yes and you'd have you know match.com yeah you just associate it with someone that's like a sad creep behind a computer yes (laughs) and there was always so much stigma i mean even with tinder for me, because uh, I, I didn't use Tinder before mm. this challenge that we had. didn't mm. use it. So for me, I was like, remember when we were doing the sort of few swipes together? Yeah. And I was hiding my phone because <sighs> I was paranoid people could see that I was like, turn on down Tinder. the brightness. And Julia's there, like, brightness right up, showing it to the world. And I was like, I'm so embarrassed that I'm using it. Mm. But that sort of stigma has gone for yeah, the people who it are has. constantly using dating apps. Exactly. It's become the norm. It's been like the exception has been that people have met online and now it's, this is now the norm. This is the new norm. It is. But how does that affect um, kind of like in real life? How we're dating, IRL, how we're dating, how we're flirting, how does this all change that sort of game? Mm, I would like to think that uh, unfortunately we haven't evolved (laughs) We haven't. As a species trying to trying to mate and trying to find that partner. Because yeah. we can't talk to people anymore. 
because of these apps and we're hiding behind computers, we're hiding behind these screens, mm. we don't know the art of conversation, of, of picking up, of being a genuine nice person. Like, who is going to scream out a pickup line in front of somebody? <laughs> You know what? I I agree with that to a certain extent. We're a lot more ballsy mm. behind the phone, mm-hmm. um, saying it when you know there's nothing to lose. You can just unmatch. Yeah, and probably won't see each other again. It's exactly like with online trolls. Like people aren't afraid mm. to say things when they've they haven't got their identity shown. Yes, as soon as their it's, identity's there, yeah, different story. It's the exact same thing with dating. I feel that we don't have the guts to do it, but we have all this confidence behind a screen. Yeah. But then also on the other hand, I feel like it does give you that confidence to try it because once you've tried it and you've realised people respond quite well Mm. a lot of the time. Like it's quite forgiving. We always have the worst possible scenario in our heads. If I say this, this will all come crashing down. Until you try it and you realise, oh, that wasn't too bad and the people that don't like it Mm. are just not my sort of person. So it kind of has helped in a little way as well, I would say. You can agree to, agree to disagree if you'd like. No, um, I, I totally agree. I remember mm. the other week you were talking about um, how that guy had to ask. He he gave himself a challenge. This mm. this random guy decided that he would try and ask out a woman once yes. every month, was it? So yeah. he was asking out 12 girls mm-hmm. for the course of a year um, in real life. Mm-hmm. And that seemed like not, not much. But it happens all the time where everyone is constantly asking each other out. You've got all these options on dating apps. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, realistically, realistically, <laughs> realistically, <laughs> yeah. would you do that in real life? Probably not. Probably not. Um, well, I wouldn't. No. But that's because I'm a scaredy cat. Behind the all? screen and <laughs> without the screen. Mm. Um, yeah, IRL. But at least, you know, this sort of coming out of online dating and the more the fact that it's more okay to use it and more okay to meet someone that way, mm. it's kind of also a little bit of a blessing because it's hard when you're working full-time, when you're not in situations where you're meeting people, to, to meet people. Yeah, and you don't have a chance. And this is kind of opening that door. Exactly. So, you, you may have sworn off particular types of people and said, oh, they're not for me, but you suddenly are attracted to someone just from a picture and mm. you find them online and you go oh, wow, maybe I could consider myself. So I'd already ridden them off because I'd seen them associated in a different area mm. or whatever. So yeah. you're you're broadening your perspectives and your horizons, I guess, in terms of your dating potential. Yeah, exactly. And do you know what else? Mm. I was thinking when we were doing this Tinder challenge together and I was being you and I was having a jolly wee conversation with all and these guys. I was guys. loving being you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really didn't make much of an effort to be you. They'd be like, what were you doing? I was like... Right now I'm on my bed, so I'm like, well, I'm on my bed. Like, I don't know what Julie's doing. I don't really care. I was so disappointed. (laughs) You told someone that my dog was female. How could I come back from that? Oh, whoops, accident. I got that wrong. I forgot that my dog is actually male. The past 11 years. I was trying to remember, like, from the last time I went to your house, I was trying to remember (laughs) if it had balls or not. And I was like... Did I see a penis on that dog? And then oh my God. And I was like, I don't think I did. So I did female. And I can't believe just, I was wrong. Just because he looks like a girl doesn't mean <laughs> Sorry, Julia. But um, but I tried so hard to be you. I was like, all right, what does Emily do on a Thursday night? Yep, she does this. All right, she's got that activity. Yep, oh, she definitely does this, 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 this. And, and then I look I'm at saying. yours, what you've written on mine. Oh, yeah, I'm doing rock climbing. I'm doing all this. I was like, Emily. I'm making you sound very adventurous. I'm so adventurous. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, you know... You can say anything you want. Mm. 
when you're on the phone, you could say that you're doing all these amazing plans. And Where the repercussions. No yeah. Yeah. You just have to be like a solid liar to be able to like be like, oh yeah, you know how I told you about the rock climbing trip I went on last week. It's so great, and just keep going on with that lie. <laughs> But, um, look, I feel like we have a lot more to discuss about this. We do. Um, which we will be later in the season. So mm. keep tuning in. And tell us what you think. How have you found using online dating apps or um, just sites? Yeah. How has that kind of hindered your ability to communicate and flirt and meet people? Or helped. Or helped. Or helped. Tell or us. Helped. We're on Facebook. Yep. Uh, we're on Love at First Swipe show. Mm-hmm. We're on Twitter, L-U-V. Love at First Swipe, and we're also on Instagram, Love at First Swipe Show. So let us know. Drop yeah. us a line. We love Slide to Slide into our thoughts. DMs. <laughs> I don't understand Maroon 5. I don't understand. Well, you seem to because you were singing the lyrics <laughs> all the way through that song. <laughs> so I beg to differ, Julia. <laughs> oh, dating is hard, isn't it? <laughs> How did, okay, yep, yeah, we're back into it. <laughs> Dating this is inside. Love at First Swipe. You're listening to us in 90.7. It's Julia and Emily here with you on your Sunday night. And we are talking. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, that kind of is how we talk, isn't it? We talk about mm. love and lust. and mm. We try. Yeah. <laughs> so this is uh, the perfect man or woman chat right now. Okay. We are going to delve into what makes... The perfect man or the perfect woman. Oh, dear. If you're listening right now and thinking we're going to give you some amazing tips on how to be the perfect person or find the perfect person. Or mm. hair flick. That's me. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can take Julia's number. I'll give it to you. I've got it. Just ask me. Um, yeah, that probably won't happen because we did a bit of research into it. Yeah. It doesn't exist. No, I don't think it does. No, because in every different point in your life, you're looking for something different. That's true. You could have just gotten out of a relationship mm. right now and you're sitting there thinking, all right, all I really want is just to have a little bit of fun with mm-hmm. someone. I don't want anything serious. That would be my perfect guy. Whereas someone on the other side of the table is going, yep. yeah, but I want something serious. I don't want to mess around. I just want that. You know, everyone's different. Everyone's different. Everyone comes to that table with mm. different expectations and different history that kind of like shapes what they want, I guess. Yes. And... When I was looking all this up, the perfect man, woman. Did you type into Google how to find, how to be the perfect man slash woman? I either typed how to be the perfect man or how to find the perfect man, but it came up with (laughs) some interesting facts. I love that uh, these articles exist, by the way. I know, I know. (laughs) There was this one, which was back in 2012, Mm. and it was a Match.com um, oh, annual Lovegeist report, um, and it was tracking the nation's changing attitudes towards dating and relationships. What we were just discussing earlier, how more and more as time progresses, we're more open with using apps and online things, which means we get all the data and we can <laughs> look into people's love lives. This is what they said yeah. is what like the ideal person is for each age bracket. Okay, yeah. Basically, women aged 18 to 24 are suckers for six packs. <laughs> women aged 25 to 34 value career driven men. Mm. Women aged 35 to 44 are happy to date a man five years older. Uh-huh. Women over 45 often date younger men. Mm, there you and go. women 55 plus still value sexual compatibility and are the pickiest daters. So your standards just keep getting higher and higher the older mm. you get. Jeez. 
I had to laugh out loud at that <laughs> 18 to 24-year-olds are suckers for six-pack. That is like the one main fact that they found for that age group, that wow. we're suckers for six-packs. They were just like, there's too much data. Let's just go with they love shirtless pics. <laughs> yeah. That's basically, that means that our age groups are the ones that are saying yes we're or so superficial with people like shirtless pics. Mm. That's basically what it means. Well um, done, Match.com. Yeah. You did your homework. Thanks for that. Thanks. So... Jeez. So is that like a list that just keeps on growing? Like you got to have the six pack, but you also have to have the career drive um, at this age. And then you also could be five years older. So it's just keep on growing and your expectations keep on. I think it changes as yeah. well. But even me at 24 going 25 right now, mm. I'm looking at this list and I'm like, I want everything from the 18 to 44. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I want all the categories, please. Yeah, where do I fall in? I, I just feel like it's this just pers- so generalized. This perfect person doesn't exist. This person that has everything. Exactly. There is no perfect perfect. Does that Jeez. make sense? Yeah. A yeah. perfect perfect in a perfect world. Perfect That's person. why we watch Disney movies and have our Prince Charmings that we drool over and then go, okay, back to reality. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> to Drooling that. over a cartoon. Yeah. Mm, yes. I'm being so not an optimist right now, which is opposite to my personality. Oh, this is so good. I know. <laughs> so along my searches, I kept going. I was yep. like, all right, how about I just do, first thing I come across, how to be the perfect girl or perfect guy you know wiki how yeah so you know them. you go how to get rid of pimples and it'll come up with all these like solutions for you recent searches yeah. Emily. Oh, well <laughs> she's looking she's staring at my pimples right now it's not very nice i am not <laughs> anyway and um i came across this thing which is the wiki how article and it was how to be the perfect man mm. And it was a list of 11 steps that let me, a guy let me should just take. just a, a notepad. <laughs> All you men listening right now, here you are. This is how to be the perfect man. One, this is how it starts. One, have impeccable hygiene. Oh, yeah. I quote, no girl wants a guy with dirt under his fingernails. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Not that that's the first thing I look at. First no. I smell them. Which leaded to two. <laughs> Led to two. Smell good. Smelling good is a huge turn on for girls. Well, it kind of is. But um, <laughs> these, I just feel like they're just so, again, looks-based. Yeah. Everything's about looks. Smell-based. Sm- yeah, smell, all those senses. senses. It's not until about number six, yeah. so that's more than halfway through, yep. that they start going on about personality. Mm. So, guys... <laughs> I'm really sorry, but apparently you just have to work on your looks to be the perfect man. Yeah. Make <laughs> sure you smell good. Um, and the very, very last tip is work on your skills. Show girls what kind of abilities you have. What sort of skills? Hey, oh, dear. That, my friends, is the question. <laughs> I actually wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> so that is what we found. You no longer have to do the Google search. We did it for you. That is Bless. how to be the perfect man. And that is... The perfect man. Mm, I'd be interested to know what the perfect woman would have to do. Yeah, actually. Well, <laughs> you've just claimed it was you. Yeah. So <laughs> just be Julia to be the perfect woman. Well, I mean, if you say so, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that, you know, kind of to wrap it up, mm. it's what you're looking for. Your idea of perfect is not my idea of perfect. No. And we found that out through the Tinder challenge too. No, and reading these diagrams mm-hmm. of, you know, monkeys evolving in from a few, yeah. <laughs> from one guy, an 18-year-old to whatever, to 45 yeah. plus or 55 plus. Yeah, we'll post yeah. it up. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> Everyone's uh, kind of ideal or 
idea of yeah. perfect. It's so unique to the, the person. It's so silly to have these lists and that sort of thing. I mean, you can have general ideas of how to be a good person, I guess. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's so, it's so specific to the person. It really is. But anyway, this is All the Things I Never Said by Angus Dawson. And then we're going to be talking about rating people on an attractiveness scale. I've been talking earlier in the show about um, where we would be without online dating and kind of it's tied in all the way I've kind of realised how our ideals have changed with online dating, how we're more open to using it, mm-hmm. how it's kind of opened up some barriers for us but also made us more scared. It's kind of on the scale where we're not too sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing, and that's kind of what we're trying to figure out. Speaking of scales, mm. I have a bone to pick about people who use scales mm. on Tinder, on Bumble, on all these dating apps. What do you mean? What do you mean scales? <gasps> okay, well, someone sent me this message. I can't remember if it was me or it was you pretending to be me on Tinder. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you know, Tinder's only for... Um, eights out of ten, but you're an eight point five, and that was like his pickup line. Oh, I was just like, yeah, that was what? with me. Yeah, I saw okay. that, and I, I, I don't <laughs> even know what I thought. Yeah, I was just like, uh huh, <laughs> and then people were like, oh, I'm a two, but he's a ten. So why does it piss you off so much? Well, why are people like? Okay, okay. I preface this by saying that I understand attraction works where mm-hmm. you, you're seeing people and you're seeing people on Tinder, on Bumble, on your dating apps, on whatever site you're using. Yeah. The first thing that you see is their face, mm-hmm. and you're obviously matching because you're attracted to them. Okay, hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the same thing happens in real life. Yes. If you talk to someone, there's a suggestion that you both find each other attractive, mm-hmm. and that's mutual. Yeah. But I just don't I don't get how it's a pickup line. How is that an okay thing to say? That someone decides yeah. to rank you something out of ten. Like, yes, looks-wise. Yeah. That's great. We already established that we like the way that each other looks. Mm-hmm. Can we move on from that? Or do we have to say that as a pickup line? What do you think? Oh, it, yeah, I'm not a huge fan either. I remember when Tinder was first becoming this big thing and a lot of my guy friends would just, as girls were walking past, just be like, 10 or eight, and I was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, we're rating girls on how hot we think they are. Like, mm-hmm. they wouldn't say it to their faces. They'll just say it in conversation. I was like, what? that's horrible. Like, you're just putting someone on a scale just based mm. on their looks, and you don't even know this person. Yeah. Um, is it flattering? I don't think it is. I mean, it, it's easy to say no if someone calls you yeah. a five, but if someone calls you a ten, you're like, would yeah, you be flattered? Yeah, thank you. I think it's it's hard because, yeah, Having apps has made it more okay to say that kind of thing because you know we're just basing it on looks, as you said. Yeah. But we're not basing it on, like, jokes out of 10, personality out yeah. of 10, their kindness, their commitments. Yeah, I kind of feel like... Their look, cooking skills. If you want to tell me I'm hot, you can find a way better way to do it than mm-hmm. being, like, you're a 10. I'm like, great. Yeah. What, like, could you not have said that in yeah. any other way? It's kind of, I just feel like it's a lack of creativity. Um, that's my issue with it, but yeah. Yeah, and it, it's so it's such a simplistic way of saying, oh, yeah, they're a 10. I've, I've marked them down this out of 10. Like, I just I don't get it. I, I'm frustrated by it. Please make it stop. Okay. Public announcement. Public service announcement. PSA, stop doing it. Yes. Stop doing what you're doing. It's super annoying. <laughs> 
Oh, well, if you've got stories on um, being ranked or, you know, have a bone to pick about it too, or even if you disagree with us, mm. please let us know because we're not the only ones that are thinking these, these things. We know that. Do you like being ranked out of 10? Hands up. Are you a 10? Hands up. My number is. No. <laughs> oh, four. <laughs> Julia, stop while you're at. <laughs> but also we're on Facebook, guys. So uh, love at first swipe show. Come and say hello there. And I might just uh, sneak Emily's number in there. <laughs> <gasps> Don't do it. I want to talk about settling. Mm. So, you know, you, you're going with someone who's about a five. And yep. you normally go for tens. That's what I want to talk about. Okay. But I feel like we should go to a song first. Yep. Leave you in suspense. I that kind of got me thinking about settling. When you kind of start seeing a five, when you've been told you're a ten, that's sort of settling. Not like settling down. I mean, just like being like, okay, this Getting is what I'm house. gonna. <laughs> yeah, you know when you you see a couple and you're like, oh, they were punching. People say punching that. Punching above. Punching yep. above. Batting above. Like, mm. I guess with this question, it will depend on whether. You're the one that's settling or mm. your partner's the one and how you realised it. Because mm. it is one of those things that I feel like, you know, when you really love someone that you're with, of course they're going to seem like the most amazing thing in your eyes and you kind of wouldn't be like ever be like, oh, they're such a five, like I'm way better than them. That wouldn't be a thought that happened. So surely it means that your friends or family or people are the ones that have told you and then you kind of start realising it. Am mm. I wrong or is no, that how you see it too? No, I definitely agree. I was listening to a podcast um, recently. It was actually by the creators of Tinder ah. called DTR. And they actually talked about this concept that you, if you're dating someone that you're constantly being judged by this sort of scale and this attractiveness and whether or not you're worthy of dating that person. That's horrible, whether you're but worthy. It is, but everyone thinks it. Everyone mm. makes these little judgments about people when they see a couple together yeah. and they say, oh, that one, you know, the guy's doing better for himself, the girl's doing better, blah, blah, blah. And they actually interviewed a celeb and he was objectively, insert quotes, attractive. Okay. Um, so, you know, most girls would be like, oh, my God, he's so attractive, blah, blah, blah. He's got this going for him, blah, 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 looks, everything. Yeah. And... The girl found it a really, really hard time, the the girlfriend, yeah. because she felt like everyone was judging her for not being attractive enough to date him. I see. I think, yeah, it's when those insecurities, when you start off, start off the relationship being like, I don't know if they'll mm. like me, I don't know but if the, I'm good enough, and yeah. then for that to be reminded to you through but the whole relationship. The thing was that was interesting was that they were friends before they started dating, um, she wasn't, I guess, a celebrity in that crowd, but they naturally fell into a relationship. They had no issue with one another. They had no issue with being like, yeah. oh, I feel like I'm really insecure with this guy or I don't think I deserve him. It was the fact that everyone else was pointing out, saying that, oh, you know, isn't he too good for you? And this That's sort horrible. Of thing. That's a horrible thing to and say. And also this guy who was, you know, apparently an Adonis, um, 10 out of 10, he found it really hard too. Yeah. And... It actually was the it was the, apparently the demise of the relationship. I actually that story does sound familiar. I think I might have yeah. I think been I floating around. Yeah, I I have heard that, and I think it's so easy for us to be like, oh, you were too good for him or her, mm. when it comes to personality. 
because it's so justified because you're like, wow, if they're being a really shit person to you, yeah. you deserve so much better. You can do so much better. But when it comes to solely based on looks, I think that's so not okay. It's not it's okay. It's not okay to say that. If anything, like... If you have to do something, celebrate it. Being like, yeah, go, girl. Look at you go. Yeah, like oh, yeah. you're awesome for like, or guy, <laughs> for getting that person. Oh, yeah. It, at the maximum. That's what it should be. It should never be, how did you get that person? Oh, Yeah, and it's interesting when a lot of those comments and those opinions come out, especially when someone's ended a relationship and they're in a new relationship. Mm. And there's that comparison with the ex going, oh, no, nah, like you could have, oh, you you know, stepped down, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're batting above. Oh, wow, good for you. Oh, she's so much better. It's a much better trade-up and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. It's like, whoa, okay, let's just take a chill. <laughs> let's all just realise we've all got our excellent qualities and we've all got, you know, something that's not working out for us that well. And if that's looks, doesn't mean they're not good enough for the person or that they're settling. It means that they just happen to be a freaking awesome person mm. and looks do not matter in that situation. So leave people alone, yep. basically. Um, we want to hear your experiences. If this has we happened do. to you, if you're dating someone right now that's kind of like <laughs> punching high, I guess, or if you're settling or... Just tell us about your experiences on our Facebook page. Please do. Um, we also want to celebrate one of our new Facebook page followers and our listeners. Woohoo! Shout out to Keith Dwyer. Yes, thank you for listening, Keith. Um, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about something I experienced not too long ago. Being oh, called dear. sleazy. I know we've been chirpy most of the time. But I just need to let something off my chest right now. Mm. So we're going to do this sort of thing I want to start, which is two minutes of Can I Just Say? Here's what I have to tell you all. Earlier, maybe a couple of weeks ago, I got told by a guy that I was a bit touchy-feely. I'm like, yeah, I like to hug. I like to touch people's arms. That's how I connect with people. That's who you are. Yeah. And he brought it up again. And I was like, why do you even care, first of all? None of your business. Um, <laughs> second of all, in a joking sort of way, he was like, well, it's a bit sleazy. And I was like, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Take a okay. step back, Can mate. I just say? Can I just say? <laughs> being touchy-feely is a completely different thing to being sleazy. Mm. I was brought up in a Latin family. I kiss people on the cheek the first time I meet them. Uh-huh, I girlfriend. hug people and all my friends know that that's just Emily, that <laughs> she loves being affectionate and it's not sleazy affectionate. It's just like, hey, you seem really awesome and I want to get to know you, not in a let's get in bed sort of way. If you knew me at all, you would know that. <laughs> oh. You were not allowed to judge me if you're just a closed up little crab of a shell of a human and I'm just trying to get through to you. So just saying... Being touchy-feely is not sleazy, and the fact that you think that is really super sad. Anyway, that was my little rant, just saying. I love saying. it. It's, who, it's literally who you are. Like, I love it. I have a funny story about this. Emily, <laughs> when she first met my parents, um, she gave them a hug, blah, blah, blah. That was fine. <laughs> um, she was staying over at my uh, house that night, the first time she came over, and she, I, I went up to my mum and dad, gave him a kiss goodnight, went to bed, blah, blah. Emily gave them a hug and a kiss goodnight too. I was like, that is adorable. You've just met them. Love it. This is who you are. And mum and dad were like, that was gorgeous. We love Emily. She's welcome anytime. Well, at least they love me. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's oh, ridiculous. Oh, I just, I thank you for letting me get that off my chest, everyone. Uh, if you feel that way. That deserved airtime. Come, yeah, come <laughs> join me in this uh, 
angst of being called sleazy for being a lovely, touchy-feely person. Have you ever been called sleazy, guys? Let mm. us know on our Facebook page, Love at First Wipe Show. Hit us up there. Oh, dear. Um, during the break, Julia <laughs> randomly whipped out some weird, like, party popper thing, and you scared the shit out of me. Why the hell do you have that with you? I was celebrating for the end of last season um, of Get Serial, and we uh, got some party poppers and stuff like that, and I thought I'd element of surprise. Jesus. Well, <laughs> if element of surprise is how you pick up, then that's great. <laughs> I think I was going for more the voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir. Ah, oui, mm. oui. How do you pick up? What is the rule book? Or how do we flirt, I guess? I don't even know. But apparently uh, some fictional characters do know. Um, <laughs> well, oh. well, one, one, okay. well, one played by uh, Ryan Gosling. Ah, Ryan. Yep. You had me at Ryan Gosling. You had me at Gosling. <laughs> um, do you know the film Crazy Stupid Love? Yes. The rom-com. So it, it's interesting. There's uh, this character called Jacob played by Gosling and he's like this pickup artist, I guess, and he's trying to help this, you know, recently divorcee person go through a breakup. Yeah. And he's very suave. He's very slick. He sits in a bar for, I don't know, seeming like every night in the film. Like yeah. He just sits there and tries to pick up women. Yeah. And he does it pretty successfully. Because he's hot, but yeah, because of his well, game. Well, I guess apparently. he's got that going for him, <laughs> and he's got this like technique that he tries to um, show this hopeless divorcee. Mm-hmm. I'm stumped for his name, but <laughs> I'm sure Wikipedia would help uh, me there. Um, I know that Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah. So Ryan Gosling, this guy, he's got the looks obviously, and he's got the money to spend on his clothes, but he's also got this technique. And did a little bit of googling, and this is kind of like tapping into the perfect guy and what he does to pick up women. Yes. And this is the list that I found, and I was deeply disturbed. Oh, because I was I was about to get really excited, being like, okay, tell me how to pick up men, Julia. <laughs> tell no? me how to pick up women. Well, okay, women, yeah. let's okay. do it. Well, now I'll be pro at picking up women the wrong way, but go, <laughs> go. So first of all, he walks over confidently with his eyes on the target. Nice, yeah, yeah. So he can't just go up to a group of women. No. Because then that will be confusing. Like, which one's he going for? He needs to have aim. Yeah. So he's got his eyes so on the I'm prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That's like my mum's advice always. Just keep your eyes on the prize. He then tries to chime in on the conversation. He has to do it with confidence so we can't just interrupt and it be obvious. He mm. has to try and pick up with what they said and say a line. In the movie, um, the character Jacob, he does that pretty well. He's like, oh, yeah, that, that person that you were talking about, Conan O'Brien, yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. He can keep up. Yeah. Mm. And then he they're remembers like, things. They want to keep going with the conversation. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, I'll let you go. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to buy her a drink. Step three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we've discussed previously on other shows. That, mm, doesn't really work on everyone. Right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Works on me, not on Julia. <laughs> Step four. Never talk about yourself. Deflect the conversation back to her. Mm. You're not interesting. Ask her. Mm. Make it all about her. She doesn't need to ask anything. It's the air of mystery. Who are you? Who is this guy? Yeah. And step five, tell her, don't ask her, tell her she's coming home with you. <laughs> My favourite poet. Dude, I was so kind of okay with it. Like, I was like, eh, this Until is step whatever. five? <laughs> Until we got to that, you're coming home with me. Anyone who said that to me, I'd be like, Haha, you're deluded. Mm, who in this right mind does this work on? Uh, Seriously. There's got to be people. 
Mm. I mean, it is a movie and it has been written. Yeah. So <laughs> it gets impact. It gets people mm. talking about it and like, oh, hot damn, who's this guy? Yeah. Well, there's that whole art of picking up women. And you see all the videos on YouTube, the things they use. They, they say that it's proven. But... It doesn't work on everyone. We, we all respond very differently. Some people love pickup lines. Some people hate them. Some people want to be told that what to do. I definitely do not. Mm, so no. I guess, yeah. Um, it's that confidence, I guess, that like, yeah, you're mine. Yeah, that they're confidence. like, oh, okay, I like a man to tell me what to do. Not me, but maybe some people do. Okay, so maybe underneath all this, what we can gain from it is that you need confidence. Confidence. All right. So how to pick up, be confident, be assertive. I think it's also, I'm going to pop this in here. It's a bit of trial and error. Okay. I feel like I respect people who give it a go. Mm, Our mate Jake has probably had a fair bit of practice. Oh, he's had a lot of practice. And it was what we were talking about earlier as well. Like the fact that you're just trying it out. We know it's hard to ask someone in, in real life, you know, not on an app. So we're probably more like, well, I am probably more likely to give them a shot because I know that it took a lot of courage. Mm. You guys, you should tell us how you've gone with trying to pick Mm. up women or men. Any success stories, let us know. We're on social media. We're on Facebook, uh, Love at First Swipe Show. We're on Twitter and we're also on Instagram. So holler at us there. Yeah, we want to know what worked for you. Not only so that we can use it, but <laughs> we need help. <laughs> but we also want to share it with all our other beautiful listeners um, because sharing's caring. Sharing's caring and we want to make more decent people just be floating about this world. No more assholes around here, please. No, thank you. Thank you.